Give us this day our daily sales activity. Welcome to the Rebel Entrepreneur Coaching Series. In this episode, we're going to be exploring daily sales activity to build your business. How do you find out the email addresses? How do you reach out to people? How do you build the business through daily sales activity? And how do you keep going even when it gets tough? The extraordinary belongs to those that create it. Rebelling against business plans and debt, rebelling against what society expects of us to build cool businesses, make money, have fun and do good. Let's create something extraordinary together. Welcome to The Rebel Entrepreneur. Christina, welcome back to the show. I'm excited to hear the update. Last time, we were chatting to Eric and planning on sending out any emails. How did it go? Have you sent any emails? Has it worked? Yes. So I've followed his approach coaching, been working on going back through my list, looking up, you know, each kind of contact or company, finding something about them, personalizing the email, sending one to two a day. And so far, you know, you get some bounces. So you go back to the well and try to figure out their email again. <laughs> but <laughs> I found a couple of useful resources for looking up contact info. So that's good. Ooh, what have you found? So there's a website called Zoom Info. And you can look up for free a number of contacts a month. I think it's like 10. I did look into what their subscription, their unlimited thing was, but it's quite expensive. So something Mm. to keep in mind down the road, but you can use it to a certain extent for free. So I've been using that a little bit and then using this other website called Rocket Reach, I think, which has a kind of the same parameters. You can use it a little bit for free and kind of cobbling that all together. And since those reset monthly, you can kind of, I think between that and the Google machine and LinkedIn find quite a bit. Um, especially once, yeah, especially once you find the email for one person in the company, you can kind of guess at the formatting. So (laughs) (laughs) then you have access to everyone. Yeah, exactly. So I've, you know, been kind of going along that personalizing my emails. I'm still using my little miniature images because I find them amusing. So I just kind of added them in there as a fun thing. And on the follow-ups as well, because I've already started doing some of the one-week follow-ups, I've done a couple different things. Again, depending on the company and what I think would be the best fit for them as far as what I do. So some of them, I have like a little mini case study of a shoot I recently did for a product launch with some samples. So that has been one of my follow-ups. And then another follow-up is a couple of recipe cards with the images of the cocktails I took as well. So depending on what I think is the best fit, I'll send one of those in the follow-up. And then the second follow-up, you know, I may send the one I didn't do before, like a, oh, also I do this. So, but we haven't got there yet. We haven't gotten to second follow-up yet. However, overall, I mean, I haven't had a ton of responses, but I did get a response from someone at a, a marketing company that handles primarily food and beverage. And I worked with them. I used to be at a corporate job as a beverage director three, four years ago. So I worked with this woman. So I thought, well, that would be a good person in the company to reach out to specifically because I know she's based in Los Angeles and, you know, she may remember me. 
And I also was like unsure. I was like, his name sounds familiar. Was she the person that was working on our account? I don't know. But she did remember me. She was the person. And um, she said, you know, exactly kind of what I expected. Like we do a lot of in-house photography, but we do hire outside as well from time to time. So I'll definitely share your info with my team. And she said, oh, how are you? And I'm, you know, I missed the boardroom, which was the bar that I ran. <laughs> so I thought that was a good opening to be like, you know, oh, I missed it too. And I just miss bars in general, you know, how are you doing in the <laughs> yes. pandemic? And yeah, so I just kind of emailed back with that kind of like, you know, a little more conversational. And I also um, included that little mini case study of the recipes specifically, because if they have in-house photography, that's great. But do they have in-house mixologists for their spirit brands? So that's kind of where I went with that. Cool. So we've had one solid response mm -hmm. that you've had a little bit of dialogue with, and that's the big lead at the moment. But it's more of a, we do this from time to time and we'll get back to you when we have something than an actual lead. Yeah. Cool. So we're waiting for the other emails and we're just going through the process of sending them each day and waiting to see what happens. Yeah. And I mean, I kind of am inspired to send, you know, I've been sending one to two a day, but I think I'm inspired to send more if I can. Just I kind of want to throw more darts and see which one lands, I guess. <laughs> I would definitely do that if you can. And I think there's this period, Christina, when you're launching your business. And my wife, Katie, she loves to say it's not linear. She actually swears. She says it's not insert expletive <laughs> linear. And we expect that results in life are linear. I, yeah. I send one email or I send 10 emails, I get one client. I send 10 emails, I get one client. And it's just, life isn't like that. There is an entire period of work you do that you work, you work, you work, you work, you work. And then all of a sudden the results come faster later. And it's actually getting through that period where you're going, I'm doing all the right things. I'm working hard. It's just that keep going mentality. I'm just going to keep going. I'm going to keep getting out there. And I think that's the stage we're in right now, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. So what gives you hope with this whole process? I think part of it is that I'm now having fun with it, especially, <laughs> especially after working with Eric, because the way he really like structures everything um, with how he personalized the emails and like, you know, really making sure that I'm looking for something they've actually worked on and, and bringing it up. And then also, you know, between also what you've said and what he said, it like not, I guess, forcing on them what you want to do for them, but here's my experience. I'm qualified being able to prove you're mm. qualified and then saying, you know, what can, how can I help you? But then also kind of being specific about look, I know great images can do this, right? So I think it's all those pieces of that put together, they make it very guilt-free because I've always dealt with this like sales guilt, right? You're like, oh, I'm going in and I'm trying to get someone's money, right? And they might not have <laughs> money and they're on a budget and life is hard. And I'm probably just projecting my own stuff onto people. <laughs> um, so I, I've always felt really shameful about sales but I think between, you know, the approaches you've taught and then Eric's approach, I feel like now I'm really am putting my best foot forward that says, I want to help you. How can I do that with my skills? So therefore, I don't really feel, I feel like a lot of the shame of it has melted away because I feel like I am really authentically 
you know, offering to help with something. I love that. And that's the key bit is you feel like you're actually making a difference to the people you're going to. I have something of value. It's good. Hear me out. I think then it makes it really easy. And that was definitely the big change for me was originally sales felt like I was taking money from people. Whereas later on in life, I realized that sales was giving. And if I could sell them something, I could help them. I could improve their situation. And that just that changes the game. Then you're kind of more comfortable, right? Do the call, make friends, see what happens. And sales becomes, it becomes fun after a while. Like you're meeting new people. It's interesting. Yeah, that is true. It's, you know, I I just think there was a lot of weird guilt, like bad stuff that was keeping me from really enjoying the process. And and (laughs) that's kind of melted away in the last two weeks, which is really, really amazing. I love that. And uh, one thing to realize is whenever anyone says, I don't have the money, it's not true. (laughs) They normally have the money. It's just they're deciding not to spend it with you. Uh, And that's something I had to realize over the years is it's an easy objection. I don't have the money. I don't have the budget. It's a very easy objection, but that's not normally the reason. The reason is normally they don't see the value. Yeah. I.e., you're charging me, and like I don't know why I'm going to spend this money, so I'm just going to say it's too much. I don't have the money. That's an easy way out. And what I've learned is you have to kind of go back into, well, okay, tell me about what you are working on or what's the problem we're fixing, and you kind of need to work on uncovering the problem more and finding and showing the value. But that's what you're doing, and I love that. So it sounds as though the next step is just let's keep going. Let's get out there and let's, let's review once you've sent a few more. Does that sound about right? Yeah, I think so. And I think this is a really great time. I I think, you know, I know the holidays are, are really hectic for everyone, but I think this is a good, also a good time to start attacking like late December through early January, because people are start to think about the new year and planning their new, you know, launches, promos for 2021. So I think it's, great timing. Absolutely. Absolutely. And let me give you one other thought is that in the early days, I had a telesales job for a couple of years and people used to tell me, don't bother calling on a Monday morning or a Friday afternoon Mm. because people aren't focused, whatever, they're not working or they're off. And I actually found that Friday afternoons were my best time because people were relaxed the weekend was coming. It was almost as if the pressure was off for some people and I would ring and they'd be more likely to chat to me. And the second thing I found was if I rung before work started, I would skip straight past the receptionist because they weren't there yet and I'd end up speaking directly to the right people. So I think this thing of there's a right time to call or there's a wrong time to call, I've found is a complete misnomer. You've just got to go for it, whatever the time is, because we can always make an excuse. It's the wrong time. Uh, And I love that attitude of Christmas is coming. Let's just get on the phone. And I think that's great because Christmas, people tend to be a bit happier. Uh, (laughs) Well, normal Christmases. (laughs) Who knows what's going to happen this year? Who knows? Yeah. But yeah, let's try. Like Send them Friday afternoon, send them Monday, send them Tuesday, see what happens. And I think all of this is a testing the process. And your desire to amp up the numbers, I think, is fabulous. Because the more... Have you heard of this analogy of sort of pumping water out of a well? No. If you imagine a, a big, deep well 
with a pipe that runs down to it and a pump at the top with a great big handle. Mm-hmm. And you have to pump the handle up and down. I'm doing it right now. I don't know why because <laughs> no one will see me on a podcast, but I'm doing it. You have to pump the handle up and down. You're pumping and you're pumping and you're pumping and nothing comes. Yeah. And if you keep pumping, all of a sudden the water will start to flow. But you have to do that work. You have to do that pumping. You have to plant those seeds. You have to do that thing before it comes yeah. later on. And the quicker we can pump, the quicker we can put things out, the bigger we go, the more likely we are to find someone that goes, oh, yeah, we need that exactly right now. Yeah. And this is the perfect time to get in their minds for their 2020 plans. And maybe that's what we can start with different emails doing afterwards is starting to talk about what their 2020 plans are and what they're doing and that sort of stuff. Yeah. And I think the trick with the water pump is that a lot of times you go, oh, well, the water should have been here before. And then you just <laughs> quit, right? And then, <laughs> But you have to keep going even past when you're like, okay, my arms are tired. It's always like right after that point that, you know, <laughs> pays off. It is always right after that point. You're exactly right. But I think when I was first starting out in business, I'd pump the handle three or four times, nothing would come. And then I'd be like, oh, this doesn't work. And I'd go back to doing something else. And I just didn't understand that it's the persistent work over time that creates the results. And it's not linear, it's exponential. Yeah, that's definitely been my experience in every previous scheme of mine. Um, I don't even want to call it business idea. <laughs> but yeah, it's the, oh, well, I gave it a few shakes. Uh, nothing's happening. <laughs> nothing's happening. Come huh. on. Yeah. So uh, cool. That's the plan. Let's stick at it. For the use of the analogy, let's keep <laughs> pumping the uh, pump until we get there and see what comes out by the next two weeks. Uh, what else are you working on? Is there anything else that we can help you with before that period? Or do you think it's just, let's just stay the course and keep going? I think it's a lot of stay the course. I don't know if you have any recommendations for, um, I just finally hired someone to help me zhuzh up a couple websites. And is there anything you recommend for specifically for websites other than adding calls to action everywhere? Is there anything that you've found specifically more or less useful? The big bit for me on websites is what's the purpose of the page? And I think every single page on a website should have a purpose and one, maybe two actions that it's driving at. Mm -hmm. And the question I always ask myself is, what do I want people to do? What action are they going to take? What are they going to think? What are they going to actually do after they finish this page? And if you're working on improving those websites, that would be what I would go through every single page and go, what's the outcome Do I want Mm -hmm. people to email me? Do I want them to click on this link? Where do I want them to go next? What do I want them to do? Do I want them to ring me? Like, What's the outcome I want people to take? Because that, that's the purpose of those websites is to get people to do stuff. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think I'll go through page by page then and just have a heart to heart with it. Have a heart to heart with your website. And absolutely. One of the things we could do is uh, next time we speak next episode, we could go through the website pages and have a look together. Or I could get Henry from Pop-Up Business School to join us on the school. He's kind of our uh, website guru. Mm. And we could have a look through them together if you like. Okay. Yeah. That would be great. Cool. We'll do that for the websites. 
just let me know when you're ready to do that and I'll organize Henry and we'll have a call and we'll go through it. And yeah, that'll be okay. fun. That'll be a fun thing to do. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that'd be great. Excellent. Yeah. Is there anything else I can do to support you, Christina? No, that's it for me. I'm just going to keep emailing. Cool. I would love you throughout this two weeks as you're doing it, just to jot down how you feel on different days okay, and what responses you get and what happens and that sort of stuff. And I think it'll be interesting to look back together at that. And yeah, I'm just excited for the replies to start coming. <laughs> Me too. The summary for this episode, the things I would love you to take away. Number one, the shame of mailing out melts away when you authentically start offering help and connecting with people that you want to add value to their world. This is what happened for Christina. This is what happened for me. This is what happens to the people that we coach at the Pop-Up Business School, the Rebel Business School. It's when you authentically start reaching out and saying, I've got something that can help you. I've got something that can assist you. I've got something that will make your life better. That is what sales is all about. It's reaching out and fixing problems for other people and then charging them for it. So work out how what you do helps people. And I don't care whether it's art that inspires people, that gives people happiness. I don't care whether it's food. Well, we all know how that helps people. If you've got a food business, come to me and sell it. I don't care what it is. Your business helps someone in some way. Tune into that. Reach out. Find out if people have the problem that you're fixing and connect with it and help them. That's how you start to become more authentic and feel confident and comfortable selling. The second is marketing and sales should be a daily habit. This should be something you do every day for your business, sending emails, reaching out, connecting, because if you're not selling, sales won't come in. So let's make this a daily habit. And if you have not read the book Atomic Habit by James Clear, I highly recommend it. It is a fabulous book. James Clear is a fantastic author and writer, and he writes very clearly about how to install habits in your life to achieve the goals you want. If you're going to make sales a daily habit, read his stuff. It is excellent. And the third is people think that running a small business is either boom or bust. And it is if you don't do the sales every single day. It really is. If you want to have a smooth line of income coming into your future, you need a smooth line of marketing and sales work that happens every day. If you randomly do three days of sales work and then do nothing for a month, you're going to have peaks and troughs of your business. It's going to go up and down in waves. Smooth it out by doing the sales work every single day, doing the marketing every single day. Give us this day our daily sales activity and we will give you your daily sales in return. So take the time to really do this on a daily basis. Thank you for listening to the Rebel Entrepreneur Coaching Series. I love that you're coming on this journey with Christina and I as we build the business. And I hope you're getting value out of the daily tips that we add at the end that you can take action on. If you've enjoyed the show, I would love you to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. I'd love you to tell me a message. Send me a message and tell me what you've done with this information. Visit the website, alandonegan.com. Send me a message. Tell me how you're getting on. Please go out there and build the business. The only reason I record this is to help you be successful. 
take the information, take the advice, take action, make it happen and build the life of your dreams. You can have any life you want to. Choose to build something cool. Choose to take action. Choose to work to make your dreams become reality. Stand out. Be different. Be yourself. Be a rebel entrepreneur.